Welcome to Firefox News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. And now, on with tonight's broadcast. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight on my Talking Points, Mike Pompeo, the Secretary of State, is saying that China will be paying a price for the pandemic. I'll believe it when I see it, of course. Yeah. Seriously, you're going to, uh, yeah, sorry, but no. Are you honestly going to sit there and try and explain to the people of this country that China's going to actually pay a price for this pandemic? Like I said, I'll believe it when I bloody well freaking see it. I mean, come on, Pompeo, really? You're going to sit there and say, that China will pay a price for corona 
virus pandemic. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of words there, but nothing uh, nothing being said that honestly is making any bloody sense. So I don't know. Maybe it's just my imagination, but if you're going to sit there and make a claim like that, you better have something a lot more in the magazine than a pile of, uh, how shall I put it, blank. See, when you sit there and make claims like this, you 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 kind of stretch everybody's patience to the limit. My patience in regards to this whole situation is finally at its end. Trust me when I say I'm at wit's ends with this, because honestly, there is, you know, there's all this political posturing going on on both sides when it comes to the coronavirus hoax, as one person calls it. Um, I don't see it as a hoax 100%. I see it as a political football game that nobody is winning. And the reason nobody's winning is because China is the one who threw the football into the end zone. And the end zone was the rest of the world. So my thinking at this point is, okay, yes, it's a hoax. Because people in the United States, politicians that is, decided they were going to turn it into a political football game. And it's getting tiresome. It is truly getting tiresome. How many times do we have to sit back and listen to politicians like, like Nancy Pelosi constantly bitching about the lack of response by President Trump? Nancy, shut up, you fucking witless tit. He's responded. You just don't like the response because you didn't think of it first or because Hillary isn't in the White House, you don't like the fact that Trump came up with it first. Of course, I don't think Hillary would have come up with it at all, but, you know, that's beside the point. And what of Joe Biden? Could he have come up with it? No. He doesn't have the brain matter to know what state he's in, much less anything else. So when it comes to Pompeo being a pompous ass uh, with this uh, coronavirus pandemic, and, and saying that China's going to pay a price for it, uh, you have to ask yourself the simple question of all, when? When the fuck are they going to pay this price? We've been dealing with this crisis for months now. This pandemic, this global disaster created by the Chinese, and they still haven't told the truth about it. They still haven't stated how it got away from them. Personally, I think they released it. I think they purposely released it to see just how bad, bad could get. Well, they're finding out how bad, bad can get. Because look at the millions of people that have been infected. And look at all of the millions that have died worldwide. Okay? So here we go. Mike Pompeo, I got a really great idea for you. And it's a simple one. Sit down. Figure out what the prices they're going to pay and force them to fucking pay it. I'd love to see you do that. How are you going to force China to pay fucking prices? Are you going to force them to pay reparations 
to the United States, that would be a good trick. But it ain't going to happen. And what about all the people who died as a direct result? Okay? Are the families of those who died going to see any kind of reparations from the Chinese? No, they're not. So I'm interested to know what price you're talking about. You know, you've got this amazing ability to sit there and you talk a good game. Don't get me wrong. You're a good talker. But I want to see results. I want to see action that leads to positive results. You're saying they could pay a price. They could pay. That implies you don't even know if they will or not, or if the United States will actually do something to force them to pay that price. Well, you know what, Mike Pompeo? Until you actually come out with a statement that says the Chinese government will pay a price for the coronavirus pandemic, not could, not would, will. I don't want to hear another godforsaken word out of your fucking pie hole, okay? Until you actually come out and say, the Chinese government will pay a price for the coronavirus pandemic. And this is the price they're going to pay. And you outline every single thing from reparations to medicine that works and so forth. Now, if you can't do that, Mike Pompeo, then you need to sit down, little boy, and let the grown-ups in the room actually figure something out that are smarter than you. Okay? I give you credit for a lot of the work you've done. You've done a lot of really great and wonderful things as Secretary of State. did a better job than Hillary Clinton did, I'll tell you that. But you haven't been battle-tested. You have not been given the baptism by fire. That has yet to come. And it may come sooner or later. Who knows? But Mike Pompeo, with the coronavirus pandemic, you're blowing smoke up everybody's ass. I mean, seriously, you're blowing smoke up everybody's ass. And you know what? People are only going to put up with that for so long. And that includes not limited to President Trump. So let's stop blowing smoke up everybody's ass, Mr. Pompeo, and actually get some results. You say that China could pay a price? How about forcing them to pay the price? Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast globally on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. All right, America, we are live, large and in charge, from our studios in the Hudson Valley. And yes, I went off on Senator, on, excuse me, not Senator, on uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. And the reason I did that is because when he said China could pay a price, that makes us look, America that is, as a whole, makes us look Wimpy, wishy-washy. We're not. Dead serious, we're not. Nor will we ever be. It is the Wednesday night edition 
we are definitely trying to still figure out if it's hump day or humped day. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's kind of a that's kind of a given, depending on what happens during the course of the broadcast tonight. So let's see. Gunslinger is on the line at three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. We will attempt to open his microphone. There it goes. All right, that worked. Hey, how you doing, Gun? Oh, here and there. <clears throat> the temperature of the weather uh, made it to a nice hundred degrees today. I love it. Yeah, century mark. <laughs> how, how What was the high temperature for you guys today? One hundred. The heat index is one hundred and eight. Ouch. That's I pretty think, warm. I think we got up to 82 today. I think we got up as high as 82 with a feel like of 83. I didn't have to run my air conditioner hardly at all today. Now, living on the second floor does have its disadvantages because you're, because heat rises. So... Yeah, not exactly too thrilled about it, but, you know, what are you going to do? From the Tajin country of Louisiana, we got Mike. Mike, did you see what I said to you in the chat room, sir? Uh, yeah. Yeah, then, uh, listen. I think, yeah, I, I get it. I, I know the name is yeah. George. I just, I like Yeah, to well, different. please. You dare to be different. Well, dude, being different makes me sound like a homeboy, a thug on the street. <laughs> That's not cool. It's not cool. Trust me. It's a, I ain't no thug on the street. I can do, I can do thugonomics comedy maybe, but <laughs> beyond that, I don't think I can do much else. Homie, what are you talking about, homie? Now, come on. Yeah, you know that. <laughs> Thanks a lot, John. I knew I could count on you for support. <laughs> Hell yeah. Always there. Damn right. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I'm hoping that No Way is either watching on one of the video platforms or listening somewhere because, uh, dude, If you could uh, make your way to the Mixler chat room, I would appreciate it because I got your invite. I did find it finally, just not on the account that I normally use. The account you sent it to was a backup, dude. <laughs> I have, I have, I have a backup account just in case I ever need it. I did that with uh, Blog Talk Radio as well. Uh, I may actually do that with Mixler at some point down the road. I don't know yet. I haven't decided. It's always it's always a safe bet to have a contingency plan just in case. Because 
know, anything can happen. You know, the, the account can get screwed up and shit like that, and you just want a backup plan. Plus, my first sergeant used to tell me, always have a backup plan. So, I got a backup plan. But, you see, I like to have a backup plan of a backup plan of a backup plan. And if I have to go to the third backup if I have to use the last backup plan, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Believe me, I'd be in big fucking trouble. Because at that point, I will run out of options. You know how that goes, guys. You run out of options, you're, then you're sitting there like a Democrat going... You run out of options, George. You run out of options, George. You end up being, you end up having shit for brain. Yeah, I know. Ain't that terrible? <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't want that. No. Not a good idea. You end up, you, you end up farting on live TV. Dude, I. I sit here, I don't know if you guys ever hear it, but during the course of my show, I actually sit here and go, when I lift myself up off my chair, I'm letting one go, okay? And I'm I'm being blunt honest, folks. Good thing you can't smell that shit because, oh, my God, I let a few tearjerkers out over the last couple of days. Uh, Speaking of that, that, you know, the the Black Lives Matter, BLM, well, How I got, can I, uh, not I got a, know about it, old friend? Well, I, I got a, I got a bigger, a better one. Big fart matters. My motto. B-F-M. Big farts matter. Big, matter. There we go. Yeah, big. <laughs> there we go. Big farts matter. I like that. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna see if I can make, if I can make a logo for that. <laughs> I will take the liberty of doing that tomorrow, and I will even. Share it with everybody and say, "Big farts matter." Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can just imagine right now Cherokee Rose is probably watching in, on Periscope even as we speak, and sitting there going, "Did he just say big farts matter?" <laughs> Big farts matter. Just don't shit your pants when you do. Okay. I I, I gotta stop this. We're never, <laughs> we're never gonna get through this night if we keep cracking jokes all night. Although that's not a bad thing. Um, see, I knew it. Cherokee Rose. And she even put BFM in the Periscope room. BFM for Big Farts Matter. <laughs> see, I knew. See, Gunslinger came up with a good one. And see what I started. Yeah, I started. but I'm a you know something? Boy. It started laughs. It started <laughs> laughter. That's a good thing. Always remember, my friend, laughter is the best medicine. That's why, if you see if you see me 
laughing real hard, and my face is as red as my shirt. You know, it's like, uh-oh, his head's going to go any second now. He's laughing too hard. He's going to go, <laughs> he's going to pop like a champagne cork. Either that or I'm going to fart. Either way. <laughs> well, I'll fart anyway. I don't care. Huh? You ever, you ever have a fart that lifted you off your seat? I mean, you didn't even get a chance to lift one side or the other, and you're sitting there going, <laughs> Holy, what the hell? What? Oh, my God, jeez. Honey, the dog farted again. <laughs> Well, I hate those slow, creepy ass ones that kind of, kind of, kind of bubble up your ass crack and always let them say, "Be free, be free." See Joe Biden. Huh? I said, see Joe Biden. Creepy ass part. Yeah, he's an ass hat and an ass fart. All he, he's an ass hat and a, fart, and, a, and a fart bag all at the same time. Hey, yeah. I, I, I know. I know what I'll do. I'll get a picture of Eric Swalwell, aka better known as Eric Fartwell, and put little clouds coming up from behind him. Yeah, that would make a good logo for for Big Farts Matter. Folks, if you if you actually think about this, we're actually we're actually making fart jokes a lot tonight. This is <laughs> this is going to be the tip of the of, of the proverbial comedic iceberg. I have a feeling um, we will try not to, but <laughs> and hello, Cherokee Rose. As always, a pleasure. Uh, I'm telling you, it's. The, the, the one thing you want to do is you want to have fun before you get down to some serious shit, which is a good thing. Fun first, then serious after. Because if you're because the, because if you're going to do serious talking, trust me, guys, you know as well as I do. When you're a talk show host, when you're a journalist, when you're the guy on this side of the glass. You want to make sure that your audience is having a good time before they start crying in their coffee. Speaking of which, well, well, George, the problem is, is when you got places like I don't know CNN and MS uh, and the twenty four seven Nut House, they don't yeah live MSLSD. By they don't live by that. Well, Mike, you got to remember, MSLSD and FNN, formerly known as CNN, they wouldn't know a good joke if it walked up and stuck them in the ass like a hypodermic. Yep. <laughs> Seriously, they wouldn't. I would be mildly surprised if Jim Acosta, the biggest joke of CNN actually knew what a joke was. Knowing my knowing our luck, he would probably say jokes don't matter. 
Yeah. He's a gas hat. Yeah, he's an ass hat that don't know any better. Trust me. Yeah. I'm going to get to that character later in the show because I got a couple of things about him I want to bring out. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa, nice one. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, the, I, I, a nice solid hiccup. You know, it's funny. It comes out of nowhere. I mean, seriously, these hiccups. I've had the hiccups a lot lately, and I don't know why. I mean, I ate dinner like three hours ago. I didn't inhale it like I, as if I were in a hurry. I sat and enjoyed my 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 dinner. Then get this, guys, and and you ought to try this sometime. A cup of macaroni, right? Beef gravy, and steamable vegetables. Vegetables you can steam inside the bag in the microwave. Okay. Whether it's broccoli, cauliflower, combination of the two, or a mixed or mixed vegetables. If you can, if it says you can steam it inside the bag, try this. You cook the macaroni al dente, right? And and then you 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 heat up the can you heat up a can of uh, of beef gravy. You have to have of course add a add a can of uh, if you're using Campbell's beef gravy, make sure you add at least one can of water or half a can. I recommend half a can. Pour it in pour it in the gravy. Mix, you know slow slow cook that shit while you're cooking the macaroni. You know nice nice low simmer. Check the microwave instructions for the vegetables. Well, however minutes and seconds it says, you put the program in the microwave, toss it in the microwave, and make sure you put it in the put it in there the right direction. There's a certain way to put these things in the microwave because for it to steam properly, you know you got to have the hole. There's a hole. There's a slight hole in the bag that you don't want to close. Otherwise, the bag is going to go. Poof. I know. Happen. Now, once you drain the macaroni after it's cooked, and you, you take the you take the beef gravy, you pour it right in over top of the macaroni, mix it in the pot real nice. Then you take the, the steamed vegetables, open that sucker up, pour that right in with, with with it. Put that sucker in a bowl or on a or on a deep plate. Salt and pepper to taste if you so desire. Not too much though. And it makes a, a hell of a nice meal, especially for somebody who's trying to uh, go easy on the beat on, on some of the some, on some meats, like me. And uh, it's not a bad deal. It, it actually is quite tasty. And you can use any gravy: turkey, beef, chicken. But you know, instead of tomato sauce, use use gravy. And uh, you know, and a small bag of, of vegetables that can be steamed inside the bag in the microwave. Go with it. I'm telling you, tonight it's a poor man's meal, but it works. What am I saying? I am a poor man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. I guess it's showtime, right, fellas? Guess we ought to get started here. Yeah. 
And I'm going to start with a, with, a, with a gun story. This happened in Florida. Check this out. A Florida Walmart shopper brandishes, brandishes, brandishes a gun in an apparent dispute over coronavirus masks. The sheriff's office tweeted out, you think you're big and bad because you pull out a gun. Look, before I go and read this story, I'm telling you right now, folks, if you're, if you're licensed to carry and the only reason you're pulling that weapon out is to show that you're pissed off about a certain issue, that's the wrong thing to do, man. Unless your life is in danger or the lives of those around you are in danger because somebody's threatening to kill everybody in the place, I suggest you keep that weapon holstered. Otherwise, you're going to end up like this poor bastard. Now, Florida authorities are looking for a man without a facial covering seen on security footage pointing a gun. Oh, oh, he didn't wear a mask, so he he decided to point a gun. Ah, real cute. Uh, Seen on security footage pointing a gun at another man's masked face, threatening to kill him inside a Walmart store over the weekend. Now, the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office on Tuesday asked the public for help identifying a man seen on surveillance, cam- on surveillance cameras at a Walmart store in Royal Palm Beach on, sun- on Saturday. Blah, 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 blah. Try again, George. The man who does not have a mask was seen pushing another man in a wheelchair inside the store. The man in the wheelchair appeared to be holding a red handkerchief partially over his mouth, but his nose was still exposed. They were approached by another man who was wearing a a black mask and holding a young girl's hand. Amid an exchange, the maskless suspect flipped the man and the child the, the ma- flipped the man and child with middle finger pulled out a handgun from his waistband pointed the weapon toward the man and threatened his life the south florida sun- sentinel reported citing the sheriff's department now, the young girl tried to pull the man away from the suspect and a fourth man, also wearing a mask, stepped in to intervene. You think you're big and bad because you pull out a gun, the sheriff's office tweeted, sharing images of the exchange captured by surveillance cameras. The suspect then left the store in a white Chevy Equinox. It was not immediately clear what charges, if any, would be brought against him if arrested. The South Florida Sun Sentinel reported that the incident might have been a result of a dispute over whether or not masks should be worn during the pandemic to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Florida shattered the national record Sunday for the largest single-day increase in positive coronavirus cases in any state since the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, Go ahead, Mike. I'll, 
All right, now I gotta find where I left off. Great, I lost my place. I have no idea where the fuck I was. Anyway, go on, Mike. Uh, you got to wait until I finish reading the story before you go jumping the gun, okay? Right. You you left off at the largest uh, single-day uh, increase in Florida or something to that effect. I don't know. I lost my place, and I can't find where I left off. But I do believe it was that Sunday was was uh, set the largest single day increase record. Yeah. Mike. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What I was going to say was this. That 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 is a lie, due to the fact that we've now find out you're now finding out that those numbers are fake numbers. They're basically fake news because you know you've got all kinds of testing sites that have are having a hundred percent, you know, or more of their tests come out come back positive and. How can that be if you don't have it, you know, and you and you're not taking a test, number one, and number two, not every test is gonna come back positive. All right? So when it says the biggest one day increase, well yeah, well yeah, but you gotta the news is that the news has just come out that that is a lie. That is a that that is partially a lie because of how they're and the metrics they're using to measure that. And is the I think and I think it's the same way in Texas as well that the the numbers are lying. Right, Gun likes to say the numbers don't lie, but due to the fact of how they're measuring the amount of people, you know. Uh, the amount of tests given out, the amount of people pass, well, not passing the test, but, you know, coming back positive, the number of positives, it's a lot, you know. That 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 particular line in that story is a lot. So, yeah, most of that information in that story is, is good, except for that one line. Thank you, George. All right, Gunslinger? Well, moving back to the gun story, since I am a pretty much a gun expert and a gun owner, been for a very long time, and I do carry a gun, unlike you, George, or Mike, don't carry a gun. I carry, in fact, I got it on my side right now. A very nasty 357 Max, fully loaded. You don't pull this motherfucker out unless you intend to take control of a situation, a self-defense or a threat. Doing what that dude did, he ought to go to jail, okay? You cannot do that, okay? In Texas, now, 
you can't <clears throat> pull your gun. It's in other states like New York, it would be considered brandishing. Down here, it's legal. You can pull your gun to take control of a potentially deadly situation. Okay, but just because you're pissed off at somebody that's not wearing a mask, does that justify you to brandish your gun? Huh? No. Are you, what are you, a goddamn nub nuts or something? I mean, this thing you got on, my, the thing I got on my side is a deadly weapon. It is, it can kill you. It can blow you 16 new identical assholes basically almost at the same time. Okay? It's not a toy. It's not a, the damn show is not a toy to go out there and intimidate somebody with. Okay? Sure, I wear it exposed here. That's some form of intimidation, I guess. But I do it because in a self-defense reason. I want people to know, hey, don't fuck with me. I got a gun. You come up here and try to try to rob me or home invasion or, or any of this other bullshit, you're going to go and you're going to leave in a body bag. Okay? You're going to the morgue with a toe tag on. But this guy, that's, man, that's, like I said, you cannot brandish a gun like that. That's stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, here in New York State, you know, it's considered brandishing, and you can you, you can be charged criminally for it. Um, in in states where it's open carry uh, and stuff like that, you know, like in the state of Texas, um, you know, the the, the 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 rules the laws are different. You know, it varies from state to state how they how they're set up. But the bottom line is, this guy down in Florida, you know, hindsight being 2020, I don't think it's I don't think it's uh, a good idea to uh, to pull your weapon and then threaten to kill someone. Okay, yeah, he should he would he should be criminally charged for uh, conspiracy to commit murder. Unfortunately, that's the reality. Because he did threaten to kill someone with the gun in his hand. So that's the way that is. Well, see, that that's what you don't do. If you're going to um, brandish it to take control of a situation, take it from me, I carry one, you don't pull it out and say, Motherfucker, I'm going to kill you. Okay? You pull it out. You can even pull it. If you're in Texas, you can even pull the hammer back. Okay? And you say, Motherfucker, you take one more step toward me. I fear for my life. I'm going to shoot you. Okay? Because you always put that first. I fear for my life. Okay? That's the first thing that should come out of your mind or, or your mouth is stop. I fear for my life. And you say it loud enough, and if you're around people so other people can hear you, they will become witnesses, saying, yes, he said, I fear for my life. Get away from me. And if they continue to come towards you, well, that's justifiable homicide right there. Go ahead. Yeah. Let, me, yeah. let me just add one more thing to this. Uh, I think what we're missing out is the reason... Now, now, he shouldn't have said, I'm going to kill you. I get that. But the reason the reason why he did this, okay, 
and I'm not justifying it, but in his mind, the reason why he did this is one, he was living in that county, West Palm Beach. Is it West Palm Beach or whatever it was? That, that's one of the counties in Florida that, that you have to, you're trying to force you mandatory masks. All right? Mandatory masks. And the guy comes in, comes up to him and says, hey, you know, he's one of these, I bet he's one of these non-masters. I'm not going to wear a mask no matter what. You know, and he goes, the guy comes up and says, where's your mask? I said, well, guys. Mike, you need to get closer you know, to the mic. You're, I barely hear you. I got the volume up. You know, you know. Yeah, I'm, that, I'm wearing headphones and I have trouble sometimes. Okay, my my thing, uh, is this better? Is this better? Yes. Yeah, sure down. Okay, so what I was saying is that in that particular county, I believe it was, said it was Palm Beach or West Palm Beach or something, George, the county that they, that this happened in, well, that... Uh, this can, happened in, hold on, it, yeah, it, it, it happened in, hang on a second, I'll give you the exact location, in Royal Palm, in Royal, this, the Walmart store is in Royal Palm Beach. Okay, Royal Palm, so Palm Beach, Beach County, County Sheriff's County. Okay, so, yeah. Right, so... That's one of the counties in Florida where it's mandatory to wear a mask. And I bet this guy is an anti-masker. I bet hey, it. Hey, wait, and wait. Mike, that, that doesn't matter. When you carry a gun, I don't care if you have to wear a mask. I don't care if you, if you sit on, if your girlfriend sits on your fucking face. You do not, and I repeat, do not pull that gun out because of that reason, okay? You will go to jail, okay? Because that is legal. That's, that's, that's regardless of mask or whatever. Take it from me, trust right. me. I know. Like I said, I carry a gun. I have it on me. That's stupid. I would never do that. I would go I would go to jail, okay? Because that's threatening. That's threatening to kill somebody, regardless of the, of the reason, okay? And this is legal. This is legal advice because I am a member of the Texas Law Shield. Okay, which protects right. me from shit like this if I have to get into a confrontation. Okay, and I trust me, I've studied that real deep. Okay, especially when it's my ass on the line if I go to jail or not. Okay, so it doesn't matter whether you're wearing a mask or you're wearing a Halloween mask. It doesn't matter. You do not, right. in red, bold, big fucking letters, do not pull that gun out for that reason. Okay, and right. Here, I'm not. Right, I'm not saying that this guy wasn't an idiot and stupid for doing what he did. I'm just, I'm just giving you his his probable reason for doing it, which is a stupid reason nonetheless. But yeah, <clears throat> right. I, I understand. Yeah, it's that there's there's a stupid reason, but stupid reasons can get your ass in prison. Okay, that's my point. Okay. You you know it's one thing when you when you're not carrying a gun, you can kind of do some stupid things. Okay, okay, yeah, all right, everybody everybody does it. But when you strap on a deadly weapon that can take somebody's life, whoa, wait a minute, the world just got bigger. Okay, uh, let me mm, concentrate here. Uh, mm, okay, and you got to access every situation. If Mike, the other Mike was here from New York, there because he carries it. 
And you know how strict gun laws in New York State is. Holy Toledo. I'd never make it up there. Jesus Christ. Let me interject here real quick for a second. Okay? The, the bottom line is what this guy did, okay, in no uncertain terms, is he pulled his, he pulled a firearm from his waistband, pointed it at another human being, threatened to kill him. Okay, that's that's the that's the issue that that's the prevalent issue right there. He threatened to kill someone. Doesn't matter why. The fact is, he threatened to shoot somebody. He threatened to kill them. Okay, and the guy and the guy he threatened to sh- to kill had a young child with him. So I don't give a flying fuck what the reason is, what reason you may have for pulling the, for pulling your gun out that, uh, other than to defend yourself. If you if you're pulling that weapon and it's not to defend yourself, you're pulling it with criminal intent. Okay? Right. That's the bottom line. This guy let me, told a person that he was going to kill them. That's conspiracy to commit murder. You're holding a weapon pointed at them. Now you're in you're in you're in you're, you're in deep shit. There isn't there is no let, debate of, of whether you know, the guy's going to be criminally charged or not. He's going to have to be. That again, George. Let me clarify that from a person that carries. It is, and it depends on your state. Now it depends on your state. Okay. Like I said. Here in Texas, and I'm doing it in Texas because I live in Texas, all we've had. You can pull that gun, okay? Here in Texas, like I said a while ago, to take control of a potentially self-defense dangerous situation. I have here, okay? I have here. I even told the, the sheriff when they come out, I, I said, I pulled my gun here. You're perfectly legal. Your property here. So, but when you've got to look at the situation, you see a guy not wearing a mask, holding the hand of a child. That is not that is not a threat. Okay? Did he run up there and kiss him? No. Did he try to molest the child in front of him? No. Okay. So that was no, no, a unprovoked. Huh? Exactly. That's what the point I was making, though, Gun. The, the fact that the guy was holding a child's hand, okay, that put he was the guy with the gun was putting not only the person he was threatening to kill that person's life in jeopardy, the but the child's life as well. Okay, that's the point I was trying to make. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, that's, you know, under under the law, you can pull your weapon for the defense of a third person. Okay, you see a guy beating on a girl. Okay, that that's under Texas law now, Texas Penal Code. That is the that is defense of a third person because you have to stop because I don't know if you can be held criminally liable if you don't but it's morally you need to I mean do you want to do that, that, that you know that could be your girlfriend that could be your daughter or something you want this fucking thug beating up on your girlfriend or your daughter or your wife no okay so morally you are you know. And me and Billy, remember, got into this a lot, lot of times, okay? Because, you know, if you're, I think the best one that I can recall is 
we had little words with, but, you know, if you're in a mall and you hear gunfire and you are a legal license to carry, you don't run away, okay? You run toward that fucking gunshot because you could save somebody's life, okay? And if you see the gunman and you can take a headshot, take it. You just saved probably 20 fucking people from getting killed. So you don't run away from that shit. I mean, I mean, think about it, George. Would you, if you was licensed to carry and you was in a mall and you started to hear shooting and people started to run, screaming and children screaming, would you run, or would you run toward the sound of the gunfire, knowing that you have on your possession something that could save other people's lives? Go ahead. Look, if I were if I if I were able to have a carry permit in the state of New York and I'm carrying a gun on my belt, first of all, that gun is not coming out of that holster unless my life is in in, in at risk, unless someone is threatening to kill me. And then and only then do I do, would I even consider pulling that firearm from my belt. Unless my life is in absolute dire jeopardy, it stays where it is, and that's and that's all there is to that. Now the other the, the other side of this coin is, you know, the guys using the ma- the mandated mask issue as an excuse to pull his firearm to threaten another human being's life. Okay, and what if the guy had actually pulled the trigger, but but didn't kill? But he didn't hit the guy that he was threatening to kill. But that the bullet hit the child. Either way, if the child or the or the person he threatened to kill dies as a result of his actions, now he's committed murder. Now he's in he's in even bigger trouble. But right now, the only thing he's the only the only crime he's going to face is. Threat is con- is conspiracy to commit murder. That's that's where he that's what he's that's what he should be facing by all by all rights. So I don't know it it, it it's. And, and this is the kind of stuff that the Democrats love to capitalize on for their anti-gun shit. We know, and we know, we know that all too well. We see it all the time. There's no way of knowing what's going to happen with this case until something happens. Until the guy's, you know, either arrested or picked up and questioned, and/or both. All right. I've got a three four seven area code waiting in the wings. Three four seven area code. I'm going to say the same thing I say to everybody else that calls in that I don't recognize. 
I'm going to open your mic. You screw up. You'll never come back on here again. All right? Well, here goes. Three, four, seven. Go. Yeah, I ordered a cock ring from you guys a couple days. You're a, you people have got to be stupider than shit. What did I just say? <laughs> what the fuck did I just say? Didn't I just warn the guy he would be gone? I mean, the guy started start, started talking stupid right off the bat. You fucking... Look, trolls, take my advice for what it's worth. Don't bother, because you're not going to get very far. All right. So... Now I'm going to go to the Pompeo China story. According to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, China will pay a price for coronavirus pandemic. Or he's saying they will pay a price. Uh, I'd love to know when. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said he thinks the world will make China pay a price for the coronavirus pandemic. He thinks the world will make China pay a price. Okay. I think the world will absolutely make them pay a price, Pompeo told The Hill during a virtual summit. Every place I go, every foreign minister I, that I talk to, they recognize that what China has done to the world, Pompeo said. I'm very confident that the world will look at China differently and engage with them fundamentally different than they did before this catastrophe, this catastrophic disaster. The coronavirus, which is believed to have originated in Wuhan, China, has caused a global pandemic infecting nearly 13.5 million and killing 581,097 people. The Trump administration has suggested for months that they will that they may take steps to punish China for their lack of transparency surrounding the outbreak of the virus. Pompeo Wednesday echoed this sentiment in saying that the Trump administration's policy regarding China is to make sure we have a fair and reciprocal set of relationships with the Chinese Communist Party. Pompeo has been vocal in his criticism of China, and the administration has made several pronouncements this week that puts strain on an already tense relationship, including the legislation that President Trump signed on Tuesday imposing sanctions on China for their interference in Hong Kong autonomy. Pompeo also criticized China over its actions in the South China Sea and accused them of conducting a campaign of bullying to control offshore resources and energy development. The Secretary's comments were the first time the U.S. has challenged China's legal authority in the region, calling their actions completely unlawful. America stands with our South Asian allies and partners in protecting their sovereign rights to offshore resources consistent with their rights and obligations under international law, Pompeo said. China further retaliated against U.S. involvement in the area by placing sanctions on Lockheed Martin Corp. after a proposal for missile sales to Taiwan was approved by the Department of Defense and the State Department. 
We had an American company conducting business that was consistent with American foreign policy. This is what Pompeo told reporters Wednesday. I regret that the Chinese Communist Party chose to make that threat against Lockheed Martin. Pompeo also applauded the UK's decision this week to rescind their agreement on partially working with Huawei, 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 whatever, I can't pronounce it, to develop their 5G capabilities, a move directly related to pressure from the U.S. The U.S. security officials had previously warned their British allies that they would likely sever all intelligence sharing practices should the U.K. foster a relationship with the Chinese telecommunications company. The, uh, excuse me, this is a Chinese Communist Party that is acting in a way that poses real threats to the world, and the United States is going to respond in each of those venues to make sure that we preserve American national security and, um, and impose costs on the Chinese Communist Party in order to achieve the change in behavior that will have a good outcome, according to Mike Pompeo on Wednesday. So the, 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 the whole focus here uh, has to do with, of course, the coronavirus pandemic. And he's sitting there saying uh, that he thinks the world will make China pay a price. So he doesn't even know for sure. You know what, Pompeo, you need to stop um, with these comments unless something's actually going to be done right right George I mean if the world was going to make them pay a price the world the WHO would have kicked them out of the WHO and we know that's not going to happen, so that's one part of it that's out in the world making them pay a price. You know, so like you said, he needs, if he's going to shoot off his mouth, he needs to be sure of what he's talking about. I do, George. Look, Pompeo has, has one one obligation to the United States as Secretary of State, and that's to and that's to look out for U.S. interests. Okay, if he's going to sit there and say he thinks the world will make China pay a price, how about the United States making them pay a fucking price? Let's worry about America's uh, situation and worry about how America is going to make China pay a price for their, uh, for, their, for their letting this pandemic come out like it did. Okay? Stop dicking around. Either you're going to do something or you're not. But don't say that I think the world will make China pay a price for the coronavirus pandemic. That's an asinine thing to say in any no matter how you slice the fucking pie.
So, I don't know. <laughs> you know, yes, China should should pay a very heavy price for this pandemic. And for the United States to sit on its ass and do nothing, I'm sorry. This is just a very sorry state of affairs. Ooh, excuse us. As a combination dinner burp and coffee burp. Urgh. Nice. Well, hey, what are you going to do, you know? Hey, fellas. You're going, I, I want, I, when, when you hear this story, I want, you, I want you to give me your honest appraisal of North Carolina. Apparently, the Asheville, North Carolina Council voted seven to nothing on a measure to mitigate racial disparities. The City Council of Asheville, North Carolina, has apologized for slavery and unanimously approved reparations which will come in the form of community investments to help black residents. North Carolina's Asheville City Council apologized for its role in slavery and racial discrimination voting unanimously to provide reparations in the form of community investments to the to the black uh, to help black residents uh, the council voted seven to nothing Tuesday night on the measure to mitigate racial disparities the reparations will not provide direct cash payments as some have suggested but will provide investments in housing health care and career growth in black neighborhoods councilwoman Shanika Smith who is black, said the council had gotten emails from those asking why should we pay for what happened during slavery. Slavery is the institution that serves as the starting point for the building of the strong economic, strong economic floor for white America while attempting to keep blacks subordinate forever to its progress, said Smith, as reported by the Asheville Citizen Times. Now, the, the resolution calls on the city to create a community reparations commission to make concrete recommendations of where to funnel programs and resources. The resulting budgetary and program... program I can talk. Programmatic priorities may include but not be limited to increasing minority home ownership and access to other affordable housing, increasing minority business ownership and career opportunities, strategies, easy for me to say, to grow equity and and generational wealth, closing the gaps in health care, education, employment, and pay, neighborhood safety and fairness with criminal justice, the resolution reads, hundreds of years of black blood spilled that basically fills the cup we drink from today, said Councilman Keith Young, who is one of two African-American city council members and spearheaded the proposal. Young continued, it is simply not enough to remove statues. Black people in this country are dealing with issues 
that are systemic in nature. Councilman Vijay Kapoor, who is known to split with Smith and Young on police and budget issues, said he supported the resolution for moral reasons, but urged skeptics to look at the practical reason. Data showing large disparities between African Americans and other Asheville residents. Kapoor said, We don't want to be held back by these gaps. We want everyone to be successful. All right. Let me just say that I think what the what Asheville, North Carolina's council did was basically, you know, Forget that that in history, of course, you know we, we we're dealing with revisionist history these days anymore. But in in the history in history that was taught when 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 I was in school, the British were the originators of slavery coming to this country. Okay, they brought it first. To make people in today's society pay reparations or so, or a form of reparations, especially if their if their family, like my family, neither on my father's side or my mother's side, ever owned slaves. So why should we have to pay reparations? That's that's the one thing that nobody seems to be wanting to look at. If your family has never owned slaves then obviously you're being for, you're being asked to pay reparations for something that you had your your gener, your family's generations had nothing to do with and how fair is that okay yes slavery was a was a disastrous idea it was stupid it was wrong it shouldn't have happened but it did okay and yes we need to do something you know to to say to not just the uh, the black community, but to the Hispanic community, the Asian community. You know, if if our families, because my family came from from uh, my father's family came from Germany, long after, I mean, long after slavery was long since abolished and gone. Okay. And then, of course, my mother's family, uh, I believe my mother's side of the family, a part of her family came from, uh, are Dutch, and came from that side of the globe. Again, also <coughs> pointing out that they came well after slavery was abolished and gone. So if your family's... Uh, <laughs> I got an answer for that. There's no, you know. So, uh, by the way, that 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 sound you just heard was no way trying to call in on a different account that I had that he sent to an invite to. And uh, trying to bring him in. Can I answer that? Go ahead. Okay, number one, this shit happened 125 years ago. For anybody that on this planet today was even ever thought of, was even ever conceived. 
they don't get a goddamn thing. Okay, and here's why. Since then, since they were supposedly freed, quote unquote, they had they lived in the world's greatest sucking country on the face of this planet and in mankind's history. They have had opportunities out the Wazula, okay, to prosper, to better themselves, to go to college, to start a business, to have a nice house, which they do, most of them, not all of them, but most of them. So there's your, there's your payback right there, okay? So anybody that calls or I don't give a fuck if it's the Asians, I don't give a damn if it's the Chinks, the Japs, I don't give a fuck who it is. They get nothing from me or from anybody else. Probably my family owned slaves too, because I have Texas is a southern state, okay, back in the day. Okay, because <laughs> Texas is full of plantations, let me tell you, just like Louisiana and Georgia and all them southern states. Okay? I mean, if that was the case, then maybe we should pay restitution to the supposedly six million Jews that died in the Holocaust, supposedly. Okay? Let's pay them some, bitches. Okay? Uh, bullshit. How about paying every motherfucker on the Jap side and the Chink side, as well as the U.S. side, that died in, let's see, World War One, uh, World War Two, Korea, uh, the Desert Storm, uh, which would probably be a hundreds of millions of people by now. Fuck them. It happened. It's history. Whether you like it, whether you don't. Okay, it's not going to repeat itself. Well, maybe. I don't know. We don't know what the future is going to bring. But as it sits right now, any fucking stupid-ass person that thinks that these cocksuckers are owed anything, which they have the greatest welfare system in the fucking world that they're sucking their goddamn tit on, okay, doing their drugs, popping out babies out their ass like goddamn popcorn, okay, and being a scumbag. Wow. Where else can you do that? And get paid for it. Go ahead. Oh. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Mike, go ahead. Well, you know, think, think, I think of it like this. You know, they're talking about reparations and crap like that. Well, think about it this way. How many, how many black people have come through the NFL? How many people have come through the NBA? You know, even to some extent, become doctors and lawyers and all kinds of things. You know, that that this country does right. This country allows people to achieve. All right, and they've achieved through by well, I don't say by hook or by crook, but some of them because some of them are crooks, but that's neither here nor there. They have achieved, and they don't. The ones that have achieved do not deserve reparations. So fuck them. 
fuck these guys who who say, oh, we got to get one reparations. They don't take into account how much it's going to cost to do this. Well, the Democrats are the Democrats, so let me amend that. The Democrats never take into account how much anything's going to cost, except when you want to cut taxes, and they say, well, how are you going to pay for the tax cut, which is a lie and a misnomer there because tax cuts pay for themselves, you know, but that's neither here nor there. But, uh, but again, these guys, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Until, and I don't know if there's ever going to be a chance of getting rid of the race hustlers, like, like Al Sharpton, like Louis Farrakhan, like uh, you know, Jesse Jackson and others. I don't know if there's going to be a chance of ever getting rid of that. I, I once thought, I once thought that, you know, at some point, when af- long after Sharpton and Jackson and Farrakhan and people of that ilk passed on. Maybe we could get past it, but who knows, you know? And that's and that's and that's the bottom line. Cause I said so, but hey, that's that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. George. Yeah. I I don't know. It's. This whole issue of reparations and everything else is is part of the stumble is part of the stumbling block. It really is the stumbling block that that comes you know that comes from insanity, you know, being fueled by the left, being fueled by uh, racial divide. Hold what you will. That's what's going on. Three, two, one area code. You're only going to get one opportunity. You mess it up, you'll never get on again. Go. Hi, um, I just had a... Yeah, I thought that was what, what we dealt with. Okay, never mind. Bye-bye. <laughs> just he real fast. Yeah, just real fast. This is interesting. What I was kind of saying about how cautious you ought to be when you're carrying a gun. Okay. I went over there to shut the gate. I fixed to walk out there to get the mail. Fucking car turns on the street right here. And about the time I get halfway to the driveway, the red and blues light up. Traffic stop. You think I'm going to go up there and approach my mailbox, right in front of my mailbox on a traffic stop? That cop would be, be pretty nervous. Somebody walking up to him with a gun on. See my point? I just proved it right there. <laughs> Interesting. It's crazy. It's just absolutely fucking nuts.
you going to do? Um, okay. Attempting to connect with no way. In one form or another so I can get his new account on my current Skype. And unfortunately I'm running into a brick wall here. just not not my day and now of course I'm having trouble thanks to Skype's having issues again Microsoft quit fucking with Skype leave it alone Trying to do this is like trying to get teeth pulled without Novocaine. Now I can't even log into Skype on my other account, which is what I'm trying to do on my laptop. You're in one of those days, Mike, where things just don't want to fucking go your way. this. I'll try it with my cell phone. See, folks, one of the problems of trying to do this stuff is you got to go through all this insanity Definitely not my week.
You ever have one of those days where nothing goes your way? Well, I'm having one of those days. Right. just brought myself on this way. Let me see if I can uh, yeah, add people. Now, no way, I don't know if you're listening or not, but I'm going to add you through my cell phone to this call, but whatever you do, don't pick up on it just yet. I mean, pick up on it, and and then... um, I'll see if I can add you that way. Of course, now I don't know if Noah's even listening. Okay. when that happens I have tried everything I can think of I've tried everything I can think of I don't know what else to do Skype is really acting funny tonight, folks. If you have a Skype account and your Skype is acting funny, I should be able to log into this account. I was logged in a moment ago. Maybe it's just my imagination today, but I don't know. I'm just Oh, it's not letting me log into Skype on my on my 
on my clip computer? Well, now it's going to let me do it. Good. Yes, yes, got it, got it, got it, got it. Now, let's see if we can get it to create a new chat. If that works, I'm keeping my fingers crossed and hoping it does, then I stand a good chance of getting somewhere. Unless no way is on his his new account, I can't bring him in. Wow, that was real in, real intelligent. I disconnected myself from Blog Talk Radio. Hmm. I'm back. I swear to God, today is not my day. If today were any other, if it were just possible to... Uh, watching go to your to your new account I'm going to try something I don't know if this is going to work but we can try it
It's the only thing I can think of where I could bring you into a group conversation on the clip computer, right? And through my broadcast computer's account, bring you, try and add you that way to this account, if that makes any sense to you. Sorry, James, I can't use Google Voice uh, with this broadcast. It doesn't. I, I tried it once, and it didn't work. Now, I want to go to uh, some of the comments that uh, Cherokee Rose put out. Uh, Cherokee Rose saying, geez, people are losing their cool. And that's in regards to, I, I believe, the... Uh, the guy who threatened to kill another man over mask issues. Uh, all the COVID mandate crap is getting to folks, and I agree with her. It is. People are getting pissed, and rightly so. Uh, yep, definitely not good to pull gun out and make threats. Yeah. <laughs> like I said before, you, you pull your weapon, you threaten to kill somebody, you've already committed a crime. By, by by threatening to kill someone that's conspiracy to commit murder. Now he, I think uh, with with the China situation, Cherokee Rose says what matters is will the U.S. make China pay a price, and that's that's the that's a really good question, Cherokee Rose. I don't know, I don't know what they're going to do. Okay, I just don't know. I wish I, I wish I, could, I wish I had an answer for that. And uh, when I said it's definitely one of those days, and I believe the response to that is lots of those days lately. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm going to take a break here, and when we come back. On the flip side of the break, U.S. US appears to change policy on Beijing's unlawful actions in the South China Sea. Now I think I'll go with how an appeals court ruled MSNBC host Joy Reid must again face defamation lawsuit. Ooh, ain't that special? She's in trouble. But we will come back with, with that on the other side of the break in just a hot New York minute. Stay tuned. I am Vito Corleone. I am the Godfather. Inviting you to join my good friend, George Sinzer. For more news and topic discussion on Firefox News Online, here on blogtalkradio.com. But rather than I tell you about it, George, you tell them about it. Thank you, Vito. Join me as we continue with more Firefox News Online on blogtalkradio.com in just a few moments. 
And you can join us live on the air at 347-945-5747. Or you can contact us via Skype. Hey, listen. The Godfather will tell you. We are the best in the business. On October 6, 2012, we managed to garner over 10,000 archive and live listens combined. Now, if that's not an accomplishment, I don't know what is. So, as I pass it back to the Godfather, be sure to join us, won't you? Vito? Thank you, George. Ladies and gentlemen, George just made you an offer you cannot refuse. We'll be right back in just a few moments. Defense Force, the New York Guard, is looking for a few good men and women to make a difference. And you know what? It starts with this public service announcement. Take a listen, New York. And if you're 18 years of age or older, in reasonably good health, this might be for you. Hi, I'm Sergeant George Senzer, honorably discharged veteran of the State Defense Force, the New York Guard. Now, I've got a few questions for you. First of all, are you at least 18 years of age or older? Second of all, are you in reasonably good health? But most important of all, are you a New York State resident looking to serve your country? If you are, then have I got a great idea for you. Join the New York Guard. The New York Guard is a State Defense Force operated and funded by the State of New York through the Division of Military and Naval Affairs. And the New York Guard has a long and illustrious history dating back as far as World War I. I served two tours of active duty with the New York Guard. On September 11, 2001, the day of the most horrendous attack on our nation since Pearl Harbor. I was proud to serve with the New York Guard. I served with them for six years, and I made a difference. You can too. Make a difference. Join the New York Guard today. Go to www.dmna.ny.gov slash nyg. That's dmna.ny.gov slash nyg. Click on the link, Enlistment Resources, download the recruitment package, fill out the application, send it back, and be sure to contact the recruiters letting them know that you have a desire to serve and that you've sent back the completed application. The New York Guard. New York State's Defense Force, protecting the residents of the state of New York and helping them through emergencies and times of natural disaster. Join the New York Guard today and make a difference. Okay, kids, gather around. I know we haven't discussed this in a while, but uh, who remembers where we're all going to meet in case of an emergency? Um, I do. Grand Central Station. Times Square. No, silly. Higher ground. Where's that? The mountains, son. But we live in the city. Hmm, right. Good point. 
What about supplies and all that other stuff? Ah, uh, don't you even worry. Your mom has all those canned beets somewhere in the apartment. Oh, I just remembered. I also have canned cocktail onions. What about water? We have a few gallons stored in the basement. But we don't have a basement. He means the storage unit. Where's that? 32nd and 7th. Great. Sounds like we don't have a plan. What time's the game on? Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Search ReadyKids at NYC.gov or call 311. A public service announcement brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like the storm. When it kicked in, we had a plan. We were able to get in touch with each other in no time. had no idea how to find each other. My husband kept the kids occupied. our son, but there was no reception. Everything was down. I felt, I felt like, like we handled everything crying, very well. I had to try and stay calm. The, the whole experience, experience was, fine. was the most frightening ten hours of my life. It was, it was kind, kind of like, like a little family adventure. Every hopes will never happen to her. I remember, I remember the, the relief of being together. I realized he was out there all alone. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there it's to stay it's calm ignore and keep message. to the plan. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Visit nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Just now, another kid dropped out of school. There's one every 20 seconds. Over 200 kids an hour. That adds up to nearly 5,000 kids every school day. If we do nothing... 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. But there is someone who can change that. And that someone is you. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. So make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because the path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. There I was in my business suit, all dressed up, just uptight as I could possibly be. And I don't remember much of what was said at that first AA meeting. It was more the feeling of the meeting itself. That's what has kept me going. I know it works, and I see the people ahead of me with more sobriety. I see how happy they are, and I want that. I want that too. And what I notice about AA is... It sort of helps me to relax and learn to really be happy with my sobriety. It's a richer life to live. That's exactly what Alcoholics Anonymous does. It teaches us how to live without drinking. It teaches us how to have fun and really enjoy life without drinking. This program's given me the good life. The only good life I've ever known. Alcoholics Anonymous. It works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or AA.org.
Attention parents of young children. The following is a partial list of things that are probably happening in your back seat that you are completely unaware of. A food item is probably being stuck into a crack. A strange sticky substance is being spread everywhere. Deep, sustained nasal exploration. Someone is probably making faces. Hitting. Hitting back. The cleaning of muddy shoes. Farting! <laughs> Something is probably spilling. Gum is lodging in hair. And your kids are probably riding in car seats that are being used incorrectly. In fact, three out of four kids are not as safe as they should be. But the latch system is in most cars and makes it easier to get it right. Just attach the top tether and the lower anchors. The ones down near the old sandwich and the melted down crayons. Anchor, tether, latch. The next generation of child safety. A message from the U.S. Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. Have you ever wondered what the secret to being a great dad is? Well, here's a clue. Dad is a verb. It's not just something you are, it's something you do. Like hanging out, and listening, and laughing, and reading and playing. Boy, do kids love playing. But mostly, kids love dads who take the time to be there. That's the secret. Give them your time. A message from the National Fatherhood Initiative, the Ad Council, and Firefox News Online who asks, Have you been a dad today? Are you ready? Are you For the thousands in attendance and the millions around the world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Listening to the most powerful radio broadcast anywhere. Firefox News Online. The FFNOP Radio Network. 347 945 5747. We're back. Lines are open. Broadcasting from New York, the Empire State, you're listening to Firefox News Online. And we're back here at Firefox News Online with about an hour and 13 minutes remaining in the live side of Blog Talk Radio, an hour and 13 minutes left to go before we go into possible overtime on the other platforms. And 
Of course, Firefox News Online can be found where you, where you, well, it'll be found on Facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N. That's Facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N. That's where you'll find the links to all the live broadcasts. Um, also, once a month, Firefox News Online Productions presents the After Action. And that is, of course, with yours truly, Sergeant George Sinzer. And it's once a month on a Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. It's a little bit different than uh, the regular Firefox News Online broadcast in that I don't do talking points there. And it's a little more laid back, a little bit more... uh, the rules still apply, just like on the regular broadcast. The only difference is it's a panel discussion, and only those on my Skype list are, are brought on. There is no phone number to call. All right? So try to, we'll try to, we're going to try and have that panel discussion. Hopefully those who join me here on the regular broadcast will join me there as well. So remember, once a month, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday, only once a month, for right now anyway. And that's on the four video platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. And, as always, Firefox News Online would really appreciate listener and viewer support so that we can stay on the air. I pay for a lot of stuff out of my back pocket most of the time, but it gets a little bit difficult, especially when you're on a tight budget and and a fixed income. So my request, what I'm asking of you, if you would. Now, donations to this broadcast are not tax deductible, so you can't take them off on your taxes. If you like what this show does, if you like the information we provide, the discussions we have, then, and some of the fun we have too, here's what you can do. Go to paypal.me slash Firefox News Online. That's paypal.me slash Firefox News Online. Or, well, Let me show you something here, folks. For those of you watching on the video platform, oopsie, that's not what I wanted to show you. Sorry. Light boo-boo on my part. That's better. Light boo-booed. All right, here we go. This is the paypal.me slash Firefox News Online page. So you can go there and uh, uh, send what you can. Again, this is not tax deductible, so you can't take it off on your taxes, unfortunately. But you do get the satisfaction of knowing you're helping a broadcast stay afloat. Now, if you want to get something out of your uh, of the money you're you're putting into to help us, well, there's another way to do it. Our official e-store, cafepress.com/slash the f f n o e-store. 
And for those of you watching on the video side of the, of the broadcast, there you there you see all of the really nice stuff that we have, uh, and all the proceeds go right into the broadcast. I don't take a penny. I don't get paid. I enjoy this too much to really want to get paid. I've been doing it for over 12 years on Blog Talk Radio alone. But there's T-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, jerseys, hats, water bottles, drinking glasses, aprons. There's a key ring. Hey, guys and gals, you want a key ring for, that shows the logo of this broadcast? You can get that at the e-store as well. Now I'm actually considering at some point down the road getting one of the one of the baseball caps that that, that we that we have. That and a golf shirt. I used to play golf a lot. I had to surround I had to I had to get rid of my golf clubs. They were old and kind of starting to rust anyway, so it didn't really much matter. Uh but we got some great stuff here. Okay? And by the way, the mouse pad. I have it on my desk. It's sturdy. It's strong, and it is durable. And all you got to do is wipe it with, with wipe it with a little with a piece of paper towel and maybe some uh, mild detergent like a, like a fabulous or whatever they call it. Just a little couple of squirts. Wipe it off, and it's nice and keeps it nice and neat. Mine's got that I've been using it too long look. That's okay. And by the way, gang, if you want to get your little tyke a teddy bear, we have one. He's got a red and blue tie on with a T-shirt that has the Firefox News Online logo on it. And guys, these teddy bears make great gifts for that special lady in your life, so keep that in mind. All the proceeds, like I said, go right back into the broadcast. I don't get paid for this. I personally don't feel I need to be. But if you want to help keep this broadcast alive, you have two options. CafePress.com slash the FFNO eStore or PayPal.me slash Firefox News Online. Okay, shameless cheesy plug done. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Now, I've been trying to get No Way via one of the uh, groups that I created that he's in. But he's not on either account. I don't know which account he's actually on, if at all. So he was on his old account. I don't know. He, he wasn't sure how long that would last and stuff like that. And It does get frustrating, folks. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Technology is a wonderful thing, but when the software gets updated up the Yazoo and then the company updating it screws it up, yeah, Microsoft quit updating Skype. You do one more update to fix this fucking thing and then leave it the hell alone. God. Talk about stupid people. Nah, they're liberals. Mm. 
I'm not even sure what Bill Gates does with with Microsoft anymore. Oh, God, God. 701 area code, you only get one opportunity. You screw it up, you're gone. Go ahead. Ah, he he left. Good. Yeah. He got the message before he even got a chance to get through. <laughs> <laughs> Renfield, laughing like Renfield. Yes. It does. It does make me feel so good knowing that these idiots get sent packing. Oh well. Mm-hmm. And this one left on his own. All right. So as I was saying, before I ended up completely demonstrously messed up here. So MSNBC's Joy Reid is going to have to face a defamation lawsuit again, thanks to an appeals court ruling. And she is part of MSNBC's MSLSD crowd. Yes, the network formerly known as MSNBC, now known as MSLSD. Uh, What are you going to do? All right. 786 area code, you get one chance. Oh, wait a minute, you've been here before. You're not even going to get on. Goodbye. Sorry. Told you, fuckers. If you've been on here before and you screwed up, you're not getting a second chance. You're not getting another opportunity. Goodbye. Take a powder. Nobody wants you. Well, this is just great. My switchboard on the flip computer just just went, just shit the bed. Fucked up. Yeah. Three three seven area code. You get one chance. You blow it. You'll never come back again. Go. Hello? You're done. Goodbye, asswipe. If that's the way you're going to say hello, you're done. Get the fuck lost. I mean, that was pathetic. I mean, seriously, that was pathetic. All right. So anyway, getting back to the story at hand, the Second Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that <sighs> the Joy that the Joy Reid that Joy Reid is liable for what is insinuated as well as for what is stated explicitly.
I mean, oh, come on with this shit here. Now I'm having trouble connecting to the switchboard with Wall Talk Radio. Let me see. I know I'm probably going to screw it. 337, you, you're not getting on. Fuck off. What, are you stupid? Or, were you, or, or did you not suck on your mommy's tits long enough tonight? Good Lord. What a dumbass. Ah, where was I? Oh, yeah. I just see, see, see. I couldn't even turn my video camera off. I had, I had a sneezing fit come up. I'm going to get this story out there and just don't know when. <laughs> it's either my allergies or an, or a stupid fucking troll. Take your pick. I don't believe this. I have not had this kind of trouble logging going on to BTR through the click computer before. Well, this is just not my fucking week. No. Blog Talk Radio is not letting me in on the click computer. I don't, and yet I'm on with Blog Talk Radio on the main broadcast computer. Unbelievable. This night cannot get any more fuck up. Remember I said, is it hump day or humped day? Well, it's now 12.02 a.m. here in New York. But this qualifies as the overnight period is of humped day. Okay, this is now I see what's going on here. The browser is not even working. Oh, I hit the. I just went back to the same browser I'm having trouble with. You're smart. Yeah. Okay. I'll open Opera GX. It sucks to play clips on it, 
unless they're YouTube. I'm not playing clips, it seems. Let's show my night is really fucked up. I actually had somebody suggest using Google Voice. And that that idea, I tried it once. It didn't work, so it'll never happen again. No, I would not. Leave me alone. Let me do this. God, I hate when browsers make suggestions about default browser. I already have a default browser on there. I don't need another one. Or replace it with something that may not work later down the road. Hmm. Okay. It's showing my blog talk radio page URL. But it's taking for fucking ever to open. I'm gonna have. I'm. I'm not having a good night with Blog Talk Radio tonight. Blog Talk Radio. If y'all are listening, I don't know what's going on, but something is amiss, and you need to fix it. Don't ask me what it is. I don't know. You're just gonna have to research because connecting to your to to connecting to your to your site on on one computer worked fine, but the, if I try it with everyone else, and it was working fine before. Now it's not working. Now it's not doing anything. So you might want to fix that. I think it has a lot to do with your server, personally. But that's just the guess on my part. Oh my God! This is getting fucking retarded. Oh wow! It's saying I have no internet. That's impossible. I mean, let me try something here. Well, I can open up Facebook, so that means I've got internet. It's Blog Talk Radio. Now, now it opens up. Mm-hmm. Someone, please explain to me why this night is getting so fucked up. I mean, seriously. We'd like to blame it on the trolls, but I'm not so sure. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I just blame it on dumb luck. That's what it is. Dumb luck. You mean you blame it on AOC? Dumb luck, right? Yeah. 251 area code, you only get one chance. You blow it, you're fucking gone. I'm in no mood for bullshit tonight. Go. Yeah, I'm falling up on the anal, please. Yeah, done. Goodbye, asswipe. Fuck you. 307 area code, you heard what I told him. You, you're welcome. I'll open your mic, but if you screw up, you're done. 
and you will not come back. Go. You sell hemorrhoid cream, I heard. You're done. Goodbye, dickhead. That's what I thought. See, they don't fucking listen. They're not... And listen, to the two assholes that just tried, go down in your basement dwelling, call your mommy down to the basement, and have her breastfeed you for the next two hours. That's all you deserve. Stupid asses. Do they really think they're going to get away with getting on here? They got on for like half a second. Do they believe it? Goodbye. Obviously, they're Democrats. Democrats think they can get away with anything, right, George? Yeah, but I don't know if he's a Democrat. All right, here we go. Let's try this one more time with this story. So, a federal appeals court on Wednesday ruled that MSNBC host Joy... Joy... Let me try that again. Ruled that MSNBC host Joy Reid must again face a defamation lawsuit brought on by a Trump supporter who claimed that Reid misrepresented a photo of her. Rosalind La La Liberté filed the lawsuit in 2019 claiming that Reid had defamed her when she reposted a viral photo of La Liberté with a misleading caption. The June 2018 photo was of La Liberté wearing a Make America Great Again hat while appearing to yell at a 14-year-old boy during city council during a city council meeting in Simi Valley. The meeting took place amid legislation intended to limit local police departments' cooperation with federal immigration authorities. Reed retweeted the photo of La Liberté, adding the caption, You are going to be the first deported. She posted it on other social media accounts with the caption, You are going to be the first deported, dirty Mexican. Well, she's a real fuckhead, isn't she? Uh, In another post, Reed, who was named MSNBC's latest primetime host just last week, added, Make the picture black and white, and it could be the 1950s and the the desecration of a school. Hate is real. Hate is real, y'all. It hasn't even really gone away. This is what Reed said in in another post. Now check this out. There's more. A post from July 1st, 2018 juxtaposed the photo of La Liberté with a 1957 photo of the Little Rock Nine walking past a screaming white woman. The team in the photo with La Liberté told a local Fox affiliate that their interaction was civil. La Liberté's son also claimed that Reed posted the photo again despite him having reached out to her providing a link to the team's interview 
with the TV station and explained that she had taken the interaction out of context. The original lawsuit indicated that Reed deleted the posts after being reached by La Liberté's counsel. I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. Reed later tweeted an apology saying it appeared she got this wrong. The lawsuit was dismissed by the Eastern District of New York until being revived by the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, which argued that the July 1st post makes Reed liable for what was insinuated as well as for what is stated explicitly. So, put the microphone back in the holder here. So Joy Reed decided she was going to be stupid. Absolutely fucking stupid. Gunslinger, you're not in the chat room. Had to to run a scan. Be back in a minute. Oh, okay. I just wanted to let you know you weren't in the chat room. I guess we now know why. So here's the deal. MSLSD's Joy Reid decided she was going to be stupid, absolutely fucked up in the head, and distort everything. Well, isn't that what MSNBC, uh, sorry, MSLSD, does best? Distort the truth, distort everything, lie about it all, and do, and that's pretty much doing the biddings of the Democrats? Yeah, why is this not surprising So, Mike, you heard the story. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you're making it sound like she just decided to be an idiot. When mm-hmm. we pretty much, in terms of Democrats and news media, we pretty much have decided long ago that their default setting is idiocy. All right. So this isn't anything new for Joy Reid, but this suit—I mean, I can barely hear you, Mike. She's an idiot for trying to get this suit. Well, she got it—I guess—got it dismissed, but she's an idiot for doing this stuff and actually reinstating the suit. By, via the Court of Appeals, right? I can hardly so, hear you. Uh, so, so, you know, you've got to think idiocy is her default, and she just doesn't get it. You've got, you've got off of it, but you go back to it. I don't want to say I don't understand it, but she's a, she's a liberal, and she's a Democrat, and she's a part of the news media. A terrible trifecta. Back to you, George. Okay. What what I find laughable is she put this post out there. People saw it. I'm sure people screen captured it. And she thinks it's gone away. She thinks that by deleting the post, 
It never happened. I never did that. But I'll apologize anyway with an insincere apology just to make it look good. Just to make it look good for me. That sounds like a Joy Reid situation, however I heard one, you know? Gunslinger, what do you think? I missed the question. I'm sitting here running the scan, so I'm, I, didn't, I didn't even hear what you said. Skip it. Oh. Skip it? Yeah, whatever. Okay. We'll move on. Let's see here. What one did I not do yet? Holy shit. This one. The last one I had on the list. Actually got through all the stories I put I brought up tonight. That's a miracle and a half. After years of neutrality, the United States has issued a warning to China over its claims in the region. Region being the South China Sea. Well, the United States and China have long been at odds with maritime freedom in the South China Sea, but this week marked the first time that Washington made an official policy shift to clamp down on Beijing's activity, calling it illegal, and thus opening the legal floodgates to a potential military response. Mike Pompeo, Secretary of State, said Monday in a statement that the U.S. is making clear Beijing's claims to offshore resources across most of the South China Sea are completely unlawful, and as it is, and as is its campaign of bullying to control them. Beijing uses intimidation to undermine the sovereign rights of Southeast Asian coastal states in the South China Sea, bully them out of offshore resources, assert unilateral dominion, and replace international law with make, might makes right. Beijing's approach has been clear for years. The People's Republic of China has no legal grounds to unilaterally impose its will on the region, uh, Secretary Pompeo said. Pompeo underscored that Beijing has offered no coherent legal basis for its nine-dashed line claim in the South China Sea since formally announcing it in 2009. In a unanimous decision on July 12, 2016, an arbitral tribunal, an arbitral... God, I wish I could stop getting tongue-tied. An arbitral <laughs> tribunal constituted under the 1982 Law of the Sea Convention, to which the PRC is a state party, rejected the PRC's maritime claims as having no basis in international law. The tribunal sided squarely with the Philippines which brought the arbitration case on almost all claims. At the time, Assistant Secretary of State East Asia 
Assistant Secretary of State for East Asia, David Stilwell, cautioned that Washington could double down further with sanctions against Chinese officials and businesses involved in maligning involved in maligned South China Sea activity. (coughs) Vowing that the U.S. would no longer stay neutral on these maritime issues. I'm going to stop there because we're getting pretty much a clear picture of what's happening there. Okay? Okay. the issue in the South China Sea has been going on for, for the last 11 years. Okay? It is clearly uh, China's claims that are the most bogus I've ever heard in my life. They, they don't have sovereign dominion over the South China Sea, but yet they think they do. Now, what is this going to mean in the bottom line? Okay. Well, let me let me just uh, put this out there. Zach Cooper, a fellow at the American Enterprise Institute, said that the legal statements by the U.S. make it clear that it views most Chinese maritime claims and activities in the South China Sea as illegal. Making this explicit opens the door to further U.S. moves to penalize destabilizing Chinese behavior, particularly its interference with fishing and oil and gas exploration by the other regional claimants, most notably the Philippines, Vietnam, Malaysia, Brunei, and Indonesia. All right? So there's there's a lot... There's a lot in this, and, and what, the, what the Chinese don't seem to understand is that their claims are, are baseless, boundless, and completely, it, it's bullshit. You know, it's like a Democrat saying that President Trump, uh, President Trump did not respond quickly enough to the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, he did. You just don't want to accept that. So the Chinese, in a similar mentality, decided that they, oh, I don't know, want to claim sovereign control and rights over the South China Sea. Yeah, there are other countries that, that, that are there. So maybe you might want to consider the possibility that you're wrong. China. Okay, people. Guys, what do you think? Well, I mean, it's it's almost a tit for tat thing, you know. I mean, we're, I mean, and to me, it all goes back to all the negotiations that Trump has been doing with the president's been doing with China over the trade deals. You know, but again, all this stuff is going on. It's almost a tit for tat, and I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how the virus figures into this, but I'm still thinking on that. 
Right, right but, there. but it, the South China Sea is a completely separate issue altogether. Right, but it, it all goes back for me. It all goes back to the, the negotiations with the trade deals and the fact that that China does not want to give up its advantage over us that it's had for several decades now. You know, but that, I mean. And they really don't deserve to have those islands out there. And also, I mean, to me, uh, what you call uh, Hong Kong and stuff needs to be free from them. It's not going to happen, but that's what needs to happen. You know, back to you, George. That's my fault. I I had I had to uh, clear my throat, and unfortunately I forgot to turn the mic back up. Uh, Mike, what they're, yeah. what, what's happening though is they're they're completely ignoring the other countries' uh, rights to in in the South China Sea. Okay, right. they don't want Malaysia or Vietnam or um, or any of the other. Uh, uh, Southeast Asian countries to have any access. They they want to claim complete and total dominance. That's what they're doing. Right. I mean, it's unfortunate, right. but that's the way it is. That's the way it is, and 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 that's a big bone of contention with the United States, along with those. Remember, the, they've built those islands. They uh, not 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 you know, not not Hong Kong, but they built some like uh, artificial islands and stuff in that South China Sea, and that that is also a bone of contention as well. Yes, it is, and it, it's unfortunate too because um, those those artificial islands, um, if I remember correctly. Uh, they're 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 applying military assets there, if I'm not mistaken, and that's that's a dangerous thing in itself, because it it, it kind of puts the you know the, the south the Southeast Asian territory under a militaristic kind of uh, situation. If that makes any sense to you. Right, it it makes it makes a lot of sense, and and that and that's part of why we have we have some assets there because we just we're just not gonna allow that to happen, you know. And they get too froggy with themselves and try to get all you know puff out their chest and stuff, you know. I wouldn't be at all surprised that we end up taking out those islands at some point. Mm, I don't think that's going to yeah. happen. Uh, I'll tell you that. I don't think that's going to happen necessarily, Mike. I mean, not unless it's a di- the situation there is a direct threat to U.S. interests. 
And I don't think it, I don't, I, I, I'm not sure if it is or isn't. Well, I'm not sure if it is, is or isn't either, but, I mean, they, we can't allow them to get too powerful. Now, granted, China, from what I've heard about their economy, China's economy is taking a serious nosedive, and it's, you know, it's due to the coronavirus and people pull and other companies and companies pulling out of there and such. But they're 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 taking a uh, a serious bath in their economy, and I'm not sure if they can keep improving on those islands if if their economy keeps going down the way it is. The reason why they could do this stuff is they had money to burn, you know, because they're kind of, because, you know, Apple and Nike and other people were, you know, doing and people, uh, you know, making their products there and people were working over there and uh, all that stuff, you know, but without these companies there, well, there goes their, uh, you know, there goes some of their uh, money coming in, some of their tax money, some of the uh, jobs and other and other things of that nature. So I'm not so sure. I mean, we may not have to go and do something about the islands. They may not be able, with the way their economy is doing, they may not be able to uh improve those quote unquote improve those islands any more than they have I don't know they're, they're, those 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 artificial islands they're part of the, that's part of the problem that's really part of the problem here you know I mean Okay. They set up these artificial islands. For what purpose? Obviously for a, for a military purpose. Hmm. I don't know. I just don't know if that was a cuz who actually put these put these artificial islands together in the first place? That, let's look at that first. And then we can derive uh, from from the given facts that are out there the direction that their their thinking was going in at the time. So who actually constructed these islands first, or who started the construction? Mike, uh, I I would assume that it was all China now. Again, remember, uh, and certain people don't like to hear me say remember, but remember all the stuff, you know, these, going back to Bill Clinton and all the rumors and stuff about Bill Clinton taking donations from the Chinese. Now, what did he give the Chinese? For those donations, because you know that's how things work. We're going to give you donations, you know, Charlie Tree and all that stuff way back then. What are you going to give us now? Now, I'm not saying that 
some we helped them build those islands, but knowing Bill Clinton, yeah, and what what they corruption and Democrats and and China and all this stuff and and his wife in China and all that stuff, you know, I'm not. I'm just not saying. I'm just saying without not without saying. If you get what I'm saying, well, yeah. Well, if China is in fact the the uh, the nation, the country that is responsible for these these artificial islands, okay. Um, what input do the other Southeast Asian countries have? If any at all. All right, 507. Hold on a second, Mike. Oh, oh, Mike, hold on. God damn it. Okay. 507 area code. You get one chance. You blow it, you'll never come back. Go. Why are you scared to have... Excuse me? Take a powder, lady. I ain't scared of shit. You're gonna start. You're, you're gonna start attacking me with with that kind of stupid question. Don't need to be here. Incredible. But like I was saying, you know, what is what is the the bottom line? Okay, did the other nation, the other Southeast Asian countries, have any kind of say about these islands? Apparently not. So this is a Chinese uh, a Chinese made situation where they want to assert dominance. They want to assert control over the Southeast Asian Peninsula, over the South, South Chi- the South China Sea. And if they want control of something, how about they take control of their stupidity and admit the truth about about the coronavirus and start owning up to their to their responsibility? And with that, it's they it came from Wuhan, China. It's spread out all across the globe. They are responsible for that. They need to own up to it. If they can't, then anything else they talk about, everything they, they claim is irrelevant because their, their words ring hollow. It's just that simple. And we lost gunslingers. Mm-hmm. Wow. He must be really running a good scan. Yeah. I mean, wow, I didn't expect that. All right. Let's take a – that was – believe it or not, I just went through all the stories I collected for, for tonight's broadcast with with everybody. Now we get to do some do some miscellaneous stories that I'll select at random. So here we go. Oh, 
There's one here I didn't get to. I take that back. And that's it. Look, everybody has, by now has probably heard about the uh, about Goya Foods being boycotted. Okay. Well, apparently, according to, uh, this is according to President Trump, Goya Foods boycott has backfired. Yeah. Uh, because the 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 head of the, the, the head of, of Goya Foods. Um, the head of Goya Foods uh, praised the Trump administration. The attempted boycott of Hispanic food maker Goya Foods appears to have backfired. Now, on Wednesday, President Trump announced the company is doing great following the CEO's praise of his, administ- of his administration during a White House event last week. Get this, folks. This is what Robert... And I'm probably going to ruin this guy's last name, but Yunanu? Nanu Nanu. <laughs> right where they remembers that, what show was that line from and who uttered it? <laughs> Mark from Mark. Not. And it's better known as uh, Robin Williams. Williams. In his early heyday. Uh-huh. 814 area code. Go. 814 area code. Don't want to talk. Goodbye. Waste my time, why don't you? Actually, mm-hmm. it's your time you're wasting, not mine. Back again. All right, eight one four area code. Let's try this one more time. Hello. Eight one. Yes, go ahead. Oh, are you there? That's well. It's yes, for I'm Mark right, and Mindy. I'm... It's okay. It's Robin Williams. Yep, it was Robin Williams. That's right. When he did the when he did Mark and Mindy back in the day. Absolutely. How are you tonight? Had better days and worse days. What's on your mind? Uh, well, I've never done this before. I was actually just kind of exploring this whole idea of the radio blog. Well, it's kind of a. It's not a. It's not anything new. I mean, it's it's internet radio podcasts and internet video podcasts that you know the, a lot of people like myself have been doing for a number of years. Um. Because here we have a little bit more freedom uh, to, you know, to you know, to just let loose. We don't. We're not tied down to commercials. We're not beholding to any network sponsors or to a company. Uh, I, our broadcast. I like, are and I don't mean to set you off. I, I'm just saying I like that whole idea. Like it just occurred to me. I was driving in the car. Like I, I had just been to the Speedway of all places. But I was talking just with people around, you know, a younger couple and an older lady. She came over, she joined us, and we were just kind of talking about the state of things. And I thought, you know what? Why not a radio blog? So I I Googled radio blogs and I found you. (laughs) Well, and that that just goes to show 
Uh, was it the first? Was I was the first one on the list? Um, actually, actually, you weren't. I <laughs> I looked at another one, but I I don't know. I think they were offline. So I just I don't know. All the others were sports, and I I'm not a big sports person. So. Well, I can understand that, but it, it, when it comes to news and topic discussion. Uh, this broadcast is uh, is the leader in the in, in, in is the standard bearer. That's what I've been told many times by people. So the what? I'm sorry. But, uh, the standard bearer. You know, basically the you know the the, the broadcast that that people look to uh, when they're thinking of doing something similar. But oh, it took me I years see. to get where I am today. It took me years to get where I am today. Uh, well, this, this broadcast yeah, is global. And again, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. I think I'm overly excited just to be talking with you or with anyone. I mean, especially now when we're all so shut in. It's like, what a cool venue. I had no idea this was even out there until I really just, I don't know, it just kind of occurred to me. Like, this is a way to talk with people and reach people. Am I right? Right, but, but, but what happens here is uh, we bring up news and, and news items and for discussion, uh, topics for discussion. Um, it, it's it's not right, a general so, so, chit chat thing. Yes, I I have I have some of that. I have some of that. If you'd like to speak about that. Well, we were just talking then, about these these the situation with the with the Chinese in the South China Sea and how they're trying to claim territorial dominance. And, well, and let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about that for a minute. First of all, we all are well aware with the situation in Russia, if we if we upset Putin and the Chinese ally with him, I mean, we're essentially out of luck. I mean, maybe you think I'm wrong, and I know everybody says we got the bombs, but guess what? We're not the only ones who got the bombs. Well, let me let me let me put this to you, okay? The thing with Russia is one, is, a, is a separate discussion in itself. Um, but you know, being as you brought that up, uh, let me let me point something out, okay? For those of us who served in the, in the military, whether state defense force or federal, uh, we are we are aware, just like every other American nationwide, we are very much aware of the the destructive power. That, that a nuclear weapon has. Uh, I, during the I Cold certainly War, hope that's true. I, and I certainly hope it's also true well, that we do not wrongly believe as citizens of the United States that we are the only folks who hold that power. No, and, and only a fool would, would believe that we're the only ones that have that kind of destructive power under our button. Okay? Uh, during the Cold War, you had Cuba with nuclear weapons. You, you, of course, you had Russia with nuclear weapons. Um, a lot of countries that, that are superpowers based on that alone during the Cold War, what they didn't realize was they were, they were playing with a Pandora's box. Okay? Okay, well, it's interesting. Pandora's it's interesting that you say people with that power alone. Uh, speaking of China, if we're going to speak in terms of numbers, 
outside of that explosive capability, I mean, we're kind of screwed. Let me let me say something that might put your mind at ease. Okay. okay. Every country that has nuclear weapons knows all too well that if one launches, another's going to launch, and another's going to, and we're going to turn this this planet into a into a burning cinder. Okay. So people with the that have nuclear weapons, countries that have them, are very much afraid to push that button because they know ultimately it's a lose-lose. Correct. So while we, have the, while we have nuclear weapons, just because a country has them doesn't mean that they have to be stupid enough to use them. Correct. Blind ignorance, blind ignorance from a country that wants a nuclear weapon, like North Korea or Iran, they blindly think that if they get a nuclear weapon, they'll be well, a dominant power. Well, who probably power. already have them? I mean, let's just be frank. If they don't, they're close. I mean, am I wrong? Look, if Iran had, I firmly believe that, based on all of the uh, information that, that's available out there, they don't have a nuke. They can't build a nuke. Oh, they could probably get their hands on a centrifuge here and there, and they could probably have those. But building the actual nuke, the delivery system, the works. This, I'm going to tell you right now, it took this country a long, long time to get to build and construct a proper delivery system like those ICBMs that we have underground waiting to launch. And- and I don't disagree with you, and and please don't shut me off because I promise this is not why I called. But I'm just thinking, given that this science is out there, and that there are probably people who are willing to share this science, you know, I mean, it's not beyond reason to think that perhaps it has right, been but shared the with. That want technology, let me explain something this. The countries that want the technology, like North Korea, like Iran, okay, they want it for one specific purpose, to terrorize the world. Thinking that they could launch – look at North Korea. I'm going to give you a prime example, and hear me out, okay? This okay. Is what I'm going to say because a lot of people don't, don't really pay this much mind. North Korea has done test launches with, uh, with rockets – which is the primary delivery system, okay? Correct. And their rockets have failed miserably. Okay? They that I'm not in total agreement build. with. Their, web, their, their rockets, rockets couldn't reach up. What is the point I'm trying to make, Miss? Their rockets oh, cannot oh, even their reach rockets you. Okay, okay, yes. Okay. And when I say they failed... They've launched those rockets, and they've dropped short of their mark in tests every time. Well, that all depends on what you are thinking of their mark as. You know, I don't know that that's been completely publicized. When you're testing a a long-range delivery system uh, rocket, you have a set test location. 
where that rocket is going to drop, where that rocket is but going to. But uh, to my understanding, they, that has not been disclosed. They can't hide but, it. And, from I'm, and I'm not trying to argue with you at all. I'm, I'm listening. Okay, but here's the thing. They cannot hide that from a satellite. Okay, satellite imagery shows every time that they fall I'm short of the mark. I'm not saying it didn't fall short. I'm saying perhaps that time I'm, 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 it fell miss, short. Miss, miss. Okay, Miss, you need to, you need to when, when, on this show, we try to let people finish a sentence. We do. I'm sorry. Okay? I'm sorry. I apologize. Go ahead. I'm listening. Now, they have, they tried testing short range, long range. And long range with with the type of technology that North Korea has is not sufficient to do the job. That's already been proven by military experts around the globe, not just in the United States. So what we're looking at here is a country that cannot build a rocket without having it fall to pieces or the engine explode. And that happened more times than they care to admit and so yet, my, yet oh. that's saying, well, you know, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think they have it, blah, blah, blah. If they that's, did. That's not what I'm saying at all. Me. I'm sorry. I'm just saying if that is the case currently, if perhaps it would lull one into a false sense of security, to think that it couldn't be done when, in fact, perhaps under the right set of circumstances going forward, it could. If they had the, if they had the, rocket, the rocketry expertise, which they don't, and if they had the, the you know, just, just having the, the experts in rocketry would, would be necessary. But, I suppose that brings me back to the talk we were having about China aligning with Russia, and then, you know, you bring in North Korea. But that's really not why I called. I I, I, I mean, I was just curious about all of this. Really, I called because something entirely different. I I was calling about the state of things here in the United States currently. Not discussing North Korea, China, any of it, and and maybe that well, was well. You kind of kind of brought, you did kind of bring it up, but you know that's with the nuclear weapons thing, so it kind of blossomed I, I into a further discussion. Uh, the state of things here in the United States that that's kind of a broad brush to paint. What 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 are you looking at specifically? Well, specifically, I was I was looking at this young couple who's. You know, the guy's sitting in the car. He doesn't have on the mask. Girl goes in. She puts on her mask. She comes back out. I don't know. And I'm just asking this kid. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm I'm 40 years old. I'm an old lady. But I'm wondering, what does all of this mean to you? What does this do to you as a child growing up in this mess? And this older lady comes over. And she starts talking with us, and she starts saying it's all political, and everyone has an opinion. But my problem is this. Uh, you know, look look at the, 
You talked about painting a picture. I mean, look what we're painting for our youth. This is what we're saying to them. This is what life is now. I mean, and I understand there's this there's this virus, which I, oh, I don't fully understand to this point. I've just been like, well, it's, you know, kind of like the flu and death rates. And, you know, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm just saying I think, you know, let's not all hit the panic button. That's all. Well, see, and, and, and this is where the politicians create that atmosphere where uh, people start hitting the proverbial panic button, okay? Um, a lot of the politicians on the left are the ones that are creating the atmosphere of that panic button pushing mentality. Okay. Well, I will tell what, what, you, what I, as as someone who saw themselves as, you know, leaning more towards the left, it has been difficult, and I have been demonized because I don't understand it. And I am trying to just make my way and swim out of this mess because I don't I don't feel like anyone has it quite right. I don't understand why it's become this explosive thing that it is. I mean you look at what's happening around us. Well, I'll just say it like this and then I'm I'm gonna have to uh move on because I've got other things to, to coming up. And I do have other callers to take. Uh, can, the bottom line can, is, can yeah, go ahead, Mike. I, I, I'm sure I could speak after you're done. Okay. Uh, my thing is, here's here's a way to help you understand the the the, the fear and the stuff. Uh, uh, I, I, we we haven't caught, caught your name yet, but here's a way to uh, to understand the fear and stuff. All you gotta do is go back. Now you you said you don't follow it that that heavily, but go back and listen to Rahm Emanuel, the former or current uh, mayor of Chicago, and he said, "Never let a good crisis go to waste." Well, that's been the Democrats' theory, and they've been going from crisis to crisis to crisis, and each crisis is they're trying to stoke fear in everybody. Fear this, fear, you know, fear guns in schools, fear coronavirus, fear, you know, Donald Trump, fear this, fear that, you know. And it doesn't help out that they have willing accomplices in the so-called media. Now, I don't know how much the other caller listens to the yeah, CNN and MSNBC and stuff like that. But the so-called media, it, it helps them out in terms of stoking that fear. George? The only thing I know, let's think about this for a moment. I mean, I I am a, I'm a, a tried and true Democrat through and through, you know. But, but what did, what did, what did, you know, President Kennedy say? 
The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And I sometimes feel like we are doing this country and our children a disservice because we're just so scared. And I understand that no one has any control over this virus, right? But let's put it in perspective. I mean, it's like way beyond any perspective. It's not H1N1. You know, but this thing that we're dealing with, it's not Ebola. I mean, for goodness sakes, I've never seen anything like it. I don't understand it. And I know it's contagious, it runs around, you know, but it's it's like a, I mean, and, uh, God help me, but I feel like it's just like a really bad flu. But it's shutting down schools, it's shutting down the economy, it's shutting down everything. You know, you're demonized for going to Disney World. What are we supposed to do? Let me let me say this, and then I got to move on. Okay, because I do have two other calls on the line, and le- and I've got just a hair over three minutes remaining on Ball Talk Radio. The bottom line is this virus originated in Wuhan, China. It got spread out all over the globe. Okay, but what's making it difficult? is all these quote-unquote experts, okay? They keep trying to, uh, to make it sound like, you know, we have to, we have to stay inside, we can't, go, we can't go to work, we can't go to, to, our kids can't go to school. The biggest example of, what, of how stupid things have gotten is if you look at New York, at New York State, okay? Governor Cuomo... Okay wants to keep the schools closed. Right. In New York City, Mayor de Blasio And what burden does that put on parents? And I just want to speak out about the rate of domestic and violence has gone that. up, suicides have gone up. Hello? Now, one thing's for certain. Yeah, one thing's for certain. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go on. I'm going to have to move on. I understand. I need to take the other two calls. The bottom line is... You listen to all these different people talking about you got to wear a mask, you, you, you have to social distance and all this. We didn't do that stuff when our country was hit with H1N1. We didn't do all that stuff when we dealt with Ebola. We didn't do all that stuff when anthrax was being sent out in the mail. Correct. So, I, I actually worked so, for a state lab when that was miss, going can on. You let me finish. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I'm agreeing with you. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, the only thing I'm going to trust are my own are my is my are my own two eyes, my own two ears, and the fact that I can I can do all 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 the research into information. When it comes to this virus, okay, my doctor said it best. I don't have any symptoms. No need to be tested. And what they're not doing is they're, they're looking at the huge number of people that have tested positive. A lot of those positives turned out to be false. But that's a story, that's a topic for another discussion when, when, when there's more time. So at the end of the day, do I believe that we need to go back to business as usual? Why not? We should. Okay? Because... 
as far as I'm concerned, this, this coronavirus is no different than any other thing we've dealt with. The only thing that's, that's happening is it's been politicized, tooth and nail. Okay. I I don't well, I don't disagree with you. I I'm just wondering, given the circumstances, you know, what does this mean for everyone? What does this mean for our children? What does this mean for you know, like we're all being subject to this? You can't walk into a gas station without a mask on. You know, maybe schools are going to be closed. Like it 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 mentally affects people what they are mandating us to do and that's and that's the other thing like i said politicizing things saying that you're mandated to you have to wear a mask uh one of one of my regulars that call that calls in here every so often uh, even even said himself that wearing that mask for any length of time can have adverse effects on on you, the person wearing it. Oh yes, okay. there have been people have said, you know, there there are now accounts of pleurisy because you're just you have that mask on constantly and you're breathing in that moisture. You know. <laughs> I get it. All right, well Miss, thank you very much for calling in tonight. You have a good night. I don't know. Yeah. Bye. Okay. We are in overtime on Blog Talk Radio, unfortunately. I didn't get a chance to take the other two calls. I had to drop them. They they were troll calls anyway, because I I recognize the numbers. And uh, I don't know. It's insanity. But uh, Mike, it's just you and me left on on this call. I don't know what happened to to Gunslinger. He's not back in the chat room. So I think it's a safe bet. I'll be ending very early tonight for a change. Hey, you know, you know, it'd be. I I don't know. I know you haven't done it recently, but you know, it'd be fun to do. Uh, go to the MSNBC and CNN. And oh, the the fake news there. thing. Yeah, I yeah, know. I haven't done thing. that in a while. I, I well, Gunslinger is back in the chat room. So if unfortunately Gunslinger, we're in overtime on BTR, so you won't be able to call back in. But I can attempt to bring you on through Skype. Um, yeah, microchat allows it. <laughs> I've been having nothing but trouble with my with, with Skype lately. Just on the other on the clip computer alone, it's been a pain in the ass. I don't know. Maybe I should just call it an early night and uh, and stuff like that. But let me see if I can get Gunslinger on here. Let's not. I'm not going to go blazing a trail just that quick. If it turns out I can't bring him on, then I may not have a choice. So let's see here. Where is? Well, I got a lot of names in here. 
I'm going to have to start weeding out a lot of the ones that don't that I don't hear from anymore. Well, Gunslinger, I don't see a dot with your name, but I'll try it. Of course, i got to do it the right way here. Let's try it that way. All right, here goes. We are trying. And Gunslinger, it says you're unavailable. But let's see what happens. It may not be showing you as... There he is. There's that dot, that infamous green dot. Now we'll try again. Now it's also done done this where it said unavailable even with the green dot. And he didn't answer. Let me check something here. I'll try it this way so I can see if it says unavailable or not. Let's try it. If it turns out that it says unavailable, I'm probably going to end up going going off for the night. But let's see what he said. What we get? Um, ah, am I there? You? Oh, you're there, all right. This goddamn fucking Scott Michael Shaft sucked my dick. You son of a bitch, motherfucker! Damn. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. You know, no way had to start a new account on Skype because his old ones giving him trouble. Well, I just had. I mean, I was sitting there looking at the, at the Skype, and the little thing, the little green. It was green. Then it went to swirling blue. Then as a swirling blue, the your call came in, and now I'm on. Go figure that one. <laughs> I think. I think my fucking laptop just bit the dust too. Fucking piece of shit. I don't know. I was in there when I was on there a while ago, right? And I said I was going to have to run a scan, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, just without touching anything, the calculator starts popping up about five, six, seven times, right? And I'm going, what the fuck's going on here? So I go down there and close the window, close, you know, close all the windows. And then I start to type in the chat room here, and some of the keys won't respond. Like if I tap, tap T, I see T. And if I go E for test, T-E, and it brings up some other screen, I thought, what the fuck? So I fucking ran the, the scan and I ran the the, uh, uh, the AVG, the virus thing and all that mm-hmm. shit. And, um, and then I thought, well, I kept doing it. So I restarted, brought it back up, restarted, brought it back up. And I went in there and brought up the command prompt to run scan disk, okay, and I, or check disk. And I start to put in C-H-K, and when I hit D, it disappears down to the fucking um, toolbar. It, I can't type D to complete check disk C. 
Eesh. I'm letting it sit outside there now. Go back here in a minute and see if he'll do it. So I guess it looks like it's fucking bit the dust. Well, well I, let me make a suggestion. <laughs> Try that again, George. <laughs> let me suggest trying this. Try re, try restarting the, the laptop. Say that again. I had a ringing in my ear. Try, try restarting the laptop. That's what I'm going to do now. I got it sh- shutting down right now. See, see what that does. If, if, if that, if that solves the problem, then it was just. I mean, did your laptop recently get a Microsoft update? Oh, it's running. It's running XP. So I don't think they. Uh... What the hell was that noise? I don't know. I didn't, oh, all I, I hear is wind. Oh, I know. It just sounds like it cut off. I don't know. The laptop's at XP. It's an old motherfucker. It's XP, so I don't think it even gets updates anymore. No, they they, they no longer update XP. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like I say, try try re- restarting the computer and see the laptop and see what it does. Yeah, well. Worst comes to worse, it shit the bed. But yeah. let's, let's let's hope not. Let's hope not. Yeah. So. I'm not on my laptop now. Obviously, I'm in there on the main main desk here on the other the other computer. Hmm. Uh, well, I, that kind of figured because yeah, I kind of figured. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a, I hear the breeze. That's my big. That's my bigger fan. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear the fan motor itself. I just hear the. I just hear the occasional breeze uh, uh, sliding across the microphone. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's sitting eight feet away. It's a blower unit out of a attic central AC unit. Mm. Double, double squirrel cage. Wow. Blows the air, let me tell you. <laughs> you think? And it's cheaper because it's 240 volts to run. <laughs> well, I've been lucky today. I, haven't had, I only ran the uh, AC for a little while today, you know, just to take a little of the warmth off in the, uh, in the house. I'm sitting here, no AC, just a fan, and I'm I'm nice and comfy. Now I'm gonna see if I can merge Billy into the call here, because he's trying to get out. There he is. That works. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you have to call me in, or I have to call you, in, or you call me in. I, I didn't know. I didn't know I could merge calls until until now. So, what are you saying, Mike? George, George, you want me to hang up and try me on Skype or stay here? Um, you know what? I'll I'll kill BTR and uh, bring you and you and you can uh, call me on Skype. <coughs> okay, obviously, gotcha. if I can merge Billy in, then you can, you can try calling me and I can merge you in. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. We be talking, but. For the for the blog talk radio side, that's it. You want to hear more? 
Got to listen. You got to go to the facebook.com slash FFNOIBN page. Uh, go to the most recent links for the live that were posted. And you can check us out via Periscope and so forth. Uh, if you want to do it through Periscope, that's the best way to, to, to check the archives in a pinch. But uh, the views and opinions expressed on Blog Talk Radio, the side of the broadcast, are that of myself and those who called in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or blogtalkradio.com. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast transcript either in whole or in part without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. And now we end the BTR side and continue on the live platforms as we go. So 